Today's episode of Anything is Potable is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend and earn interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you're new to investing and ready to learn, or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join the 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to anything.robinhood.com. That's anything.robinhood.com to get started with one free stock. All investments involve risk. This is not investment advice, a recommendation, or a solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees. The fee stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robin Hood Financial is not a bank. Uh, you are now tuned into anything potable, the most honorable, the most audible. Hold the applause. What's up, and welcome back to Anything Is Potable, the greatest Celtics podcast of all time. I'm Jay King from the Athletic here with. Sam Jam Packard, professional Celtics fan. Woo! That's his new title. Woo. Self-given, self-earned. <laughs> self-given and self-earned, just like he said. Celtics beat the Warriors tonight. It is Thursday night. We're in the TD Garden. It was an ugly game. I'm not going to lie to you and pretend like it was beautiful basketball. We won't discuss it too much. Jason Tatum made the All-Star team. Jalen Brown did not. Both of them reacted to it. We'll discuss some of that. We'll discuss quickly the Warriors-Celtics game, which really wasn't very It was a horrendous game. It was an embarrassment that it was on national television. It was both embarrassment to the nation and embarrassment to television. Although I will say this. I was talking to a Celtics staffer before the game, and I said the same thing. Like, how the hell did they keep this on national TV? And he said, look at the rest of the games on tonight. (laughs) And I did. And I think Boston versus Golden State might have been the right choice, believe it or not. I think Hawks Sixers, only because the Hawks won, would rival that. But you have no way of knowing that But to begin with. Trey Young did drop something like 40 and 20. Uh, But still, it was an ugly basketball game, and it just wasn't... Very entertaining. Even it was it was a ten point game at halftime. Like the Celtics did not play well. No, nope, um, they did not. But they did not blow them out. So there wasn't like true garbage time minutes until like the last three. There weeks. was like like early garbage time minutes in the first half when Vincent Poirier yeah. came in. Vinny came in, um, but that was about it. I mean, I thought Gordon Hayward continued kind of his strong play, fourth game in a row with twenty points. He had fifteen in the first quarter. Um, it seemed like he was going to spend all day getting to the line, but I think he only finished with six free throws, which is what he did in the first quarter. But then after that, Warriors are bad. Uh, just there wasn't uh, – the Celtics had, what, over 20 turnovers? They just – 22 turnovers. Like they weren't crisp. They weren't sharp. Uh, but at some points, the the Warriors just kind of stopped scoring, and that's just because they're, they're not the a NBA's worst team. team. And they played Worst like offensive it. team by offensive rating. They are just a mockery. They don't have many NBA players. They are not very good. They will one day be good again when Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson get back. But until that day, they are tough to watch. At at some time during the third quarter, I looked over at one of the other writers and said, this is the type of game you wish you were just a fan so that you could turn off the TV and go to bed. 
or just start drinking. Like, yeah, there I'm, was no, there was nothing remotely entertaining about that. I was thinking just go to bed. It was like 10 p.m. at this point. You know what? We each have different ways of coping <laughs> with boredom. I think I, you probably had the healthier choice right there, but um, yeah, it wasn't fun. I can't even remember like good like highlights, things that were like entertaining. Draymond Green did take an inbound and just start dribbling it uh, right into the court. That was fun. That but, was like, wild. You try to remember moments from this game. The Celtics' five S players totaled ninety-seven points. Marcus Smart did the Stephen Curry spin Marcus before Smart's... it goes in, right in front of Stephen Curry. That was incredible. That and was, he's done it before. Oh, Last yeah. time he didn't own up to it, though. Last time he pretended like he landed on someone's foot or something, and that's why he did it. Tonight he owned it. He said someone at the bench was chirping him. He said the he, whole bench is chirping him. He's hate like the bench. It's one of his biggest pet peeves is the bench chirping him and Marcus daring him to Smart shoot. v the bench is just uh, v the opposing bench is quite a war. Quite a war being waged over the last few years. He gets the best of it some nights. I'm sure the other team gets the best of it other nights because he has some wretched shooting nights every once in a while. He had a wild heat check tonight after, I think, I'm pretty sure he started the game 0 for 5 and the heat check came after his first four. So it wasn't even a heat check. I think it was just a check. Uh, But then he hit his next five threes in the second half and, like, that was pretty much the most entertaining thing that happened. Okay, one real basketball takeaway. With Cantor out, the Celtics have gone to Ojale and Grant Williams as their like four or five duo. You tweeted about it, and I said save it for the podcast. Good stuff. I looked up the defensive rating with those two guys on the floor this year, ninety four point seven, which is Ooh. incredible. The offensive rating is even worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think honestly, like you can switch anything. You can, and I think when the Celtics are healthy, when they have all five of their guys. And three of them are playing with Shemi and Grant. You might be able to get away with that. And it's such a... The potential of that defensively is so good that you don't need a lot of scoring. But if you can throw them out there with, like, Hayward and Tatum and Tatum, and Smart, especially, like, the bigger guys. Hayward, Tatum, and Smart and just have, like, like football players everywhere. I think there's a, I think there, that's a, a potential lineup to be used down the road. Grant Williams, I thought, had another good game. Shimmy Ojale was like pretty solid. He had a crazy dunk, maybe the best dunk of Shimmy's career, non putback category. I, it was impressive. Yeah, yeah. But like, I just want to talk about the Grant Shimmy possibilities. I think the Celtics are at their best when they can kind of switch every single position, and that's clearly like their high flying, scrambling defense playing on a string. And so, uh, I think there's a lot of possibilities there. The question is, and I think it's going to be a big question heading into Saturday is. Can you use it against Embiid? Uh, and I think Cantor's availability is going to be kind of an important kind question. Of, kind kind of. of. Well, the way he was running at practice or shoot around this yeah, morning, he I, looked, I doubt he's going to play, honestly. And so what the hell do the Celtics do with Joel Embiid? Do they just like use five fouls from, or six fouls Baczynski. from Grant? Who? Baczynski, the assistant coach. The assistant coach is like seven <laughs> feet tall? Yes. That's, that's their best option I, at this point. I think Baczynski needs to play. Put him on the active roster. Taco Fall. Taco, Taco Fall. Vinny can get six fouls. Do you think this is when we finally see some best five, like, really try to spread out Embiid? I mean, I I don't know. That that does not seem like the greatest matchup for that group. But... The 76ers are huge. And they that was even without Embiid. Like, last game, the 76ers are big. Here's my big question. And this Your I was, big question? Big question. This is what I was thinking about during the game. The Celtics have not beaten the 76ers this year. This is true. Brad 
whole thing about growth mindset is about like believing in things you can do and like what inspires belief is like some sort of success. Do they need to win this game on Saturday to have a chance to beat them in the playoffs? No. Why not? Because regular season success against a team has no bearing. No bearing whatsoever. On what happens in the playoffs? Absolutely none. You just you don't, zero. Completely okay. be confident in uh, their ability to beat the 76ers if they get worked for four games, one without Joel Embiid even being there. If Embiid's just dominant, like why does this team have confidence moving forward that they can beat him? Well, I mean, Cantor, the Embiid stopper, <laughs> may not play. So how are you supposed to be? Oh, the so the, everything's going to roll without out. And it's Cantor, stopper. who's running up and down the court, milking his injury in front of the press. Um, that was an allegedly. That's the, I don't know if that's the case. But, like, that's a like, legitimate question, I think. With uh, I know if I asked any of the guys that, they'd be like, they'd have your exact response. But, like, it feels like a genuine thing of, like, if you're going to believe you can win – it's easier to do that when you uh, have some evidence that it might be true. Yeah, I. here's what I, I think. Nobody in the Celtics locker room, if they lose Saturday night, is going to sit there and be like, oh, you know what, we did. We, we lost four times this season. I don't think they're going to say it out loud. There's no way we'll ever be. They're not going to say it out loud. Marcus, Mars, Marcus Smart's not going to be sitting there like, oh, you know what, guys, like. You do a great impression of we, the players. We lost, we lost four straight, so we can't. We no way we can beat the Sixers, and we made them in the playoffs. It's about your subconscious. Josh bro. Richardson's too good. If they put Cantor in the game to put him, they'll just attack with Josh Richardson. He'll go off for thirty again, like he did last game. That is, but Cantor's not there. Cantor's the Embiid stopper, not the Josh Richardson. Well, stopper. they play on the same team, Jay. <laughs> do you have any confidence that the Celtics can beat the Sixers in a playoff series? I think. So, the Sixers, first of all, they're not a great team. The Celtics, I don't think, are a great team either. Neither of them are great teams. I think the Sixers are flawed in very different ways than the Celtics, but they're flawed too. They can't score. They're, like, their offense is not great, but it doesn't matter if they can just throw the ball to the giant Joel Embiid and the Celtics have no answer. The Celtics basically have to shoot like 50% from three if they want to beat the Sixers. It is, I'll just say this, it is a tough game to not have the Embiid stopper. No one calls him that but you. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> There's no evidence that he's ever stopped Embiid. Uh, game one, opening night. Ennis Cantor did a very nice job on Embiid, actually. They still lost. But. But he stopped him. <laughs> but. <laughs> but he did a nice job. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Sixers are a tough matchup. They're very big. But I think it's overblown. Like, Joel Embiid is much bigger than every opposing center. Uh, I mean, Aaron Baines and Al Horford slowed him down. But how many teams have Aaron Baines and Al Horford? Two teams. The Only Suns one that's and the not Sixers. The Sixers. <laughs> Only one that's not the Sixers. And it's the Suns. It's like every team has size mismatches against the Sixers. And I'm just saying it would be better if they won on Saturday than if they lost. I mean, yeah, that's probably For a good way to look at it. <laughs> that's that's my general take. I'm, I'm just not convinced that... I don't think that it's necessary, that but... Jalen Brown's going to be sitting there like, Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we could never beat Ben Simmons in a playoff series. <laughs> I don't think he'll say that either. <laughs> so, uh, But I, I do think the Celtics, in that matchup, like they have to be locked in. They have to have their help right. They have to have their double teams right. They have to box out, and they need Jalen Brown to take advantage of Al Horford on offense, and they need 
They need all those other guys. They need guys to be to, quick to and well. fast and like quick really and fast and fast and quick. The, they need to run the 76ers at the gym. And quick and fast. Fast and quick, quick and fast, the Boston Celtics way. Yeah, so it, it's an inter- interesting matchup. Contrasts. Daniel Tice has been good. Danny Daniel Tice blocks. has been good, but that's the one matchup that's the toughest for him. And it's the toughest for a lot of guys because Joel Embiid's a monster. And because Tice is not Cantor, the Embiid stop. Do you think they just double him and just like try and force guy and not name Josh Richardson to shoot? Like, I mean, Josh Richardson is not a great shooter. He's the best shooter on their starting lineup. Tobias Harris is the best shooter in their starting Tobias lineup. Tobias Harris has been real up and down this year. Tobias Harris is definitely the best shooter in their starting lineup. Okay, well, just you, you can't. All right, we'll talk about the 76ers game afterwards because we have no idea what's going to happen. And we'll deliver that to you next uh, week. Next week, indeed. If you were to guess, on average, how many days in the U.S., how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor? Would you actually say a week? Uh, On average, people wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities. Basically a month if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, especially if you want treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor, licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer and complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship you medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you want if you have questions or need to adjust your treatment. With Roman, there's no commitments and you can cancel any time. So if you're struggling with ED, go to GetRoman.com slash Celtics for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash Celtics for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Tonight we're going to talk about Jason Tatum, all-star. I thought that was a cool moment for him. He said he thought he might cry, but didn't cry, but might cry later. And I'm I'm questioning whether or not he's gonna cry later. I feel like that's a real in the moment cry sesh, and he uh, did not go for it. Deuce walks in wearing a shirt that says, uh, "My daddy's an all star." Apparently, the plan was um, to have Deuce walk out into the court while Tatum was warming up, and um, shouts to the athletic. Our guy Shams just ruins everything by uh, announcing the uh, rosters early. Ruins the whole TNT pregame show. Um, but I thought it was a cool moment for Tatum. I mean. What is it, third year in the league to already be an all-star? Um, did you see the crazy all-star rule changes? They're not really that crazy. They're, it's just weird, and I'm like, I'm for it. But, uh, yeah, no. So what they're doing is they're just uh, resetting the score after every quarter to no, zero? they're just they're having just not... a score for every quarter. Yeah. So they'll keep score in the first quarter. They'll keep the total score for the game. And whoever wins a quarter will just donate, get to donate money to charity. But the way they're ending the game is cool, and it's what they do in... The basketball tournament. Yeah, TBT, which is just the next to 24 kind of honoring Kobe. I don't know, I thought it's a cool change. Why not try anything? If they're All-Star bringing game? back the basketball tournament in any form, they should have Jimmer Fredette in the All-Star game. <laughs> He's electric. You a big Jimmer guy? I didn't know that. It doesn't I, surprise I'm me. I'm a Jimmer guy. He's on the J. King All-Stars with uh, Fred Van Vliet and... Uh, Fred Van Vliet is on the J. King All-Stars. Deion Waiters is Deion on the J. Waiters King All-Stars. Definitely, you were so hype. Uh, Deion Waiters just getting buckets. I have, uh, it's an eclectic crew. They're all just, uh, I guess Fred Van Vliet's not a gunner, but you, you have a soft spot in your heart for gunners. I have a soft spot in my heart for guys that I enjoyed watching them in college. 
Dion so, Waiters does not fit that bill, <laughs> but Dion Waiters is just pure entertainment at all times. Up and down, just a coaster, coaster ride. I'm a big fan. But uh, so Tatum, I didn't think there were any like I thought Bradley Beal was the obvious snub in the East. That, Here's the like, thing: How do you average 29 points a game? And it it goes to show. I think if Trey Young had not been voted a starter, I don't think he would have made the team. They Probably voted not. for all guys from winning teams. It was the Celtics got two guys, the Bucks got two guys, Raptors the, got two guys, the Raptors got two, the Heat got two, the Pacers got Demontis, got Demontis, Seventy um, Sixers got two. I mean, the yeah. question is like Bradley Beal, twenty eight point six a game, but who do you? Who's the guard you take off the team to put in for Beal? Because like that's what you talk about snub. Is it yeah? Like I, I Lowry think, is the guy I would think, but Lowry's just been so good, and the Raptors have been so good, and so you reward winning. But Lowry only has twenty seven or twenty points a game and seven assists. Like Lowry's had a heck of a year. He's had a great year. I the Raptors have won, him off. The Raptors honestly, won nine in a row. Honestly, the one to me who's borderline is it's Ben Trey, Simmons. Trey Young. Trey Young's the most borderline. He got to voted me. in because it's a dumb process. So there's like nothing you can do. Bradley Beal's but, out here, and, and I'm not mad at Trey Young for. For making oh, no. it, like he was, he was an Austin. Like I think, and then Jalen Brown was another guy. I think you could have could have made a case for him. I think the Bucks tried to make a case for Eric Bledsoe because he's such a great defender and has been pretty key to their offense. I guess um, you can't, you just don't make the All Star team being a great defender. Like that's just not how that game works. The game, you, no one wants to see a great defender in but coaches the All Star game. Coaches are just like been programmed. They know what All Star games are about. They vote for winners. Okay. I guess maybe that maybe you can make that argument is like that's why Devin Booker made it, didn't make it, and that's the big snub everyone's talking about in the West is like why Booker not make it over Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook. But I don't know. Chris Paul's been damn good, and the Thunder are again a winner and are way better than um, I thought they were going to be. I think you can make an argument about Russell Westbrook, but because he had like a not a great first two months, but he's been much better lately, and he's Russell Westbrook. People just vote for like people. Once you make it, it's so much easier to make it again. Yeah. Okay. So Jalen Brown did not make it. Yeah. Jason Tatum did make it. Yeah. How do you think Jalen said all the right things today in his post game press conference? Said the postseason is a stage that he wants. Said he's not disappointed. Said there are a lot of great players to choose from. But what do you think, how do you think he'll really react to this? Do you think it'll motivate him? Do you think he's deep down, like, a little... He's got to be disappointed and, like... Even though he said he's not disappointed? Are you calling him a liar? Yes. All they do, every, after every game, all they do is lie to our faces. If they ever answered completely honestly, it would be a lot more entertaining, but they're very uh, well-trained at lying directly to us. Of course he's disappointed. He's had his best year of his career. He's gotten, like, he's been way more consistent uh, he's just added so much to his game. He definitely deserves to be an all-star. Uh, but I don't know. I, it's really – I don't know how he's going to react because the fact of the matter is they're – like you look at the guys on the roster, there's no like clear – he has to like definitely should have been in. And so I don't know. I don't think it's going to have a huge impact on his season or development. If anything, it's going to like motivate him like to work a little bit harder. But I don't – like he's already seems like a guy who works tremendously hard in his game and um, – always is kind of getting better as the season progresses. So I don't think it, like, really has that big an impact, especially because it wasn't a surprise. Like, I think going into the day, yeah. Jalen Brown wasn't like, I'm definitely going to make the All-Star team. Let's talk to you about Calm.com. We talk about physical fitness a lot, but there's another side to the game that's just as important. 
and I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm is the number one app for sleep and meditation and has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. LeBron and Calm know what your mind is like. Actually, they know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body and Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. For LeBron James, sleep is an important part of his mental fitness routine. He says, getting good sleep and finding time for the rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body. And if you head to calm.com slash Celtics, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium membership. With Calm, you have access to nature scenes LeBron loves, like rain or leaves, and so much more, like sleep stories and meditation. So that for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% discount for an annual membership at calm.com slash Celtics. Unlock content that help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. That's calm.com slash Celtics. Again, calm.com slash Celtics. I would guess the last couple weeks, especially, he kind of started to think like, okay, there was a, a lot of like support for his candidacy before then, I feel like, when he had those that stretch of great games. And then he had a bout with inefficiency for like five or six games. Right as voting was coming out. Yeah. Which was a tough time to have that, I think, because... You also had the hand like, thing. You also if, had like, yeah. the thing which kind of led to the little down performance. Yeah, if, if the voting had happened like three weeks earlier, I think there's a chance, or maybe a pretty good chance, that he makes the All-Star team. But it didn't, and then Tatum had a bunch of good games in a row. And I don't think the Celtics were going to get three I'm sure those guys, in in some cases, split votes from from the other coaches. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Do they release like the votes, like totals of like? I don't know. I don't remember them ever doing that, but I could be wrong. I definitely didn't see them tonight. Yeah. If if they did release, but that makes sense from a coach's perspective, like not voting for two guys from the same team, like wanting to spread the wealth around, and clearly they rewarded winning with. Uh, the two biggest snubs being on the Suns and the Wizards. Like I couldn't believe Devin Booker didn't make the All Star team. Who's the argument over Westbrook? Russell Westbrook, absolutely. I mean, I think if it's you legit. put Devin Booker on the Rockets, they are a much better team. They're, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Russell Westbrook's uh, wild uh, kind of. Although Russell Westbrook has been great for like <laughs> for like the last for like three the weeks. last few weeks. Yeah, he's been fantastic. And I, I am not a big Russell Westbrook guy. I think his some of his chucking is just very ill. He had his rivalry with Damian Lillard is uh, fantastic, and he hit, like he took over twenty five two point shots the other night against the Blazers, which is just just wild. He only made I think like ten of them, um, but he like when he gets chucking, he gets chucking. Yeah, if you look at the numbers, Booker's better than Westbrook in pretty much every category. Booker's better than Chris Paul too. Assessed. Oh, yeah, in terms of the numbers, I give Chris Paul just credit for lifting a team that should be not good. No, that team is pretty good. Steven Adams is good. Danilo Gallagher is good. Shea Gilgis is good. Like, that team has good players. Okay, so what are the Suns? The Suns have good players. Who? DeAndre Ayton was pretty good against the Celtics. Okay, is he actually good? Kelly Oubre is a uh, guy. I like Aaron Baines as a player. Aaron Baines is good. I don't know, I ran out of things. The Suns aren't really that good. Yeah, neither did the Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> but I got, I got, I got to make sure it happens. Uh, Javante Green. I'm not sure if he's healthy or not. 
Oh, because why he didn't play? Brad Stevens said he was healthy, and then he didn't play, even though it was a blowout. Also, in the Heat game, he didn't play. He was he was inactive, but he was warming up before the game, and he looked like fine. So I don't know what the issue is there. It doesn't look like he's like limping at all in the locker room. Um, but yeah, no, it was kind of curious. Like in the blowout, you expect to see someone like Javante get some minutes, but yeah, nothing. Carson got minutes before he did. Carson, yeah. I mean, everybody else played except Javante Green, including Romeo Langford, including Vincent Poirier. Vincent Poirier with three fouls in his first two minutes. Oh, the old Vitor Favarini. Favarini. You just, you just, you're just so oppositional. I need to stand up for my guy <laughs> Vitor. Vitor used to drink coffee before games in the locker room, and I don't know why, but it just always <laughs> gave me pleasure. <laughs> Gerald Wallace used to too. It was Gerald Wallace used to sound like a didgeridoo. That's just not true. <laughs> oh my god! That was. I, I'm still mad it, that that video went viral. <laughs> the video went viral because it was true. It was funny because it was true. There's truth in comedy. He he had quite a voice, but not didgeridoo. Dude, you don't even know shit about didgeridoos. I don't. <laughs> 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 that is definitely. The line of the night right there. I don't know shit about did. <laughs> I can't even say did, it. Did you whatever. <laughs> did, did you. <laughs> did you whatever, man. Oh, I think we got to end it there, man. I don't know if, uh, if you have any other takes on this game. The only other thing that happened was Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart did the oh, uh, patchy the, dance. The Kobe tribute. Oh, yeah, the it was Kobe very cool. Tribute. It was just very nice, classily done. Celtics are great at... Uh, any sort of like video production and thing like that. Their team, is yeah, they they they, they do a really good job with that stuff. Um, they had a twenty four second moment of silence for Kobe. Which the cool wasn't lights. quite a moment for moment of silence no. because a bunch of people were just calling out his name. Definitely have those. Which uh, why well, you got to be that guy? But also like. It wasn't like the most disrespectful thing, but it's like you can't be silent they, for. They were trying to be respectful in their own way. Which was won't. a little louder than the moment of silence <laughs> called for, but yeah, I, I thought I thought it was nice. I thought, I mean, obviously Kobe, like, I think the guys who played against him in Boston respect him as much as anybody else did, because they went through it against him and they know how hard he competed, how hard he played, and so the Celtics organization has a, a lot of respect for him. And obviously, a lot of the players, including Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum said. He used to have it by his All Star jersey all the time, and so it was it was probably pretty emotional for Tatum to see that stuff. Nice moment, nice moment for sure. We will end it there after discussing this nice moment. This has been the free episode. No, this is a subscriber only one, but things oh. are changing. Tune in next week to find out how. We got changes coming. Changes are coming. This is... You'll like them. The good changes. The good changes. Thank you for listening to Anything is Potable. Go subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify. And we'll be back next week.